Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Happy Friday, everybody. 9 a.m. listeners, love you. Still trying to figure out what we got in you. <laughs> Still trying to figure right. it out. But, you know, the early returns have been good. Yeah, by the way, I, did, good. I did take my uh, sweatshirt off. You did. So, Rogue, you want to get a review? What do you think of them? Uh, what do you think of the gun show? <laughs> the gun show? Uh huh. Is. Go ahead. Underwhelming. Underwhelming? Oh, no. no, tell me you didn't just say that. <laughs> tell me. Under- did, I, did I just hear that right? Did I? Did you just say underwhelming? Did you? Oh, are did, you? Did, did you? Do you not know what underwhelming means? Did, did you? You confused? Keep going. Are you confused? No, no, no. Please keep going. I don't know. It's just they're not popping today. Wow. Maybe you need to do some push-ups in the next break. Oh my! Well, my goodness, that, that rogue! You don't know what you're doing, right? Rogue. You are killing this man's <laughs> soul right Obviously, now. Obviously, you, you have to get that prescription checked. His those soul glasses you're wearing is right now. leaving his body right now with this critique. No, uh, she's not. You know what? She is. Yeah, I, I see what she's trying to do. I've seen. I've seen this tactic before, Rogue. She doesn't want to get Mrs. S in a frenzy, right? She's like, <laughs> I don't I think, can't say I, what I'm really thinking. I think Rogue's being honest. She's right like, now. I can't say what I'm really thinking because Mrs. S are may you, come down you, here like a Tasmanian. So, devil. so are you more? I guess. Um, are you drawn to popcorn muscles? You know what popcorn muscles are, right? I don't know what that popcorn is. Popcorn muscles are the the guys that just all they do is just tons of curls and everything. And they just have like just just you know mm-hmm. it's like it's just like like shot put balls in, in their on their biceps, right? It's just this clearly defined popcorn muscles. Mark's more like old man strength. Uh, no, country strong. Well, here the truth is, is I don't want to get in trouble with Mrs. S. Yes, That's for sure. I want to be respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second thing is, is that I, I'd say I'd like a more natural body. More natural. So I'm not oh, a fan of popcorn muscles. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, yeah. You're more natural. More natural. No, I'm, you're, I'm, you're, like, but I've been lifting, so I'm fairly big. Like if you take a look at, um, popcorn, anybody, if you want to know what popcorn muscles are, Google David Robinson, the Admiral. Yeah. He had popcorn muscles. Dwight Howard, popcorn muscles. But they're yeah, but they're really yoked, really yoked, but popcorn muscles. Yours are more. There's no real definition there. (laughs) Put my sweatshirt back on. (laughs) 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 There's no real definition, but you could tell they're massive. Underwhelming. Is, I like this that. This is not gone well for this either of you. This is not the way you thought it would go. This is not gone well took, for either you of took you. The, you took it off. You kind of even took it off a little bit of flair and just kind of like, mm. and then you kind of preened a little bit. You kind of, you know, mm. you know, kind of flexed a little mm. bit. And then uh, you asked Rogue. No, that really happened. No, that really happened. Underwhelming. That was awesome. Wow. Rogue, you have just become. Good for you, Rogue. Your, your stature has risen in my eyes. Good for you, Rogue. That was awesome. Give me your first impression of Mark's bicep. Yeah. Underwhelming. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. That's good. Mm-hmm. Time now to hit the hardwood. Brought right. to you by uh, Papa Murphy's as the uh, Nuggets get it done. Michael Bowen was very, very happy with this win because 
unlike the other wins coming out of the All-Star break where the ball was popping, the ball was moving. Mm -hmm. What were they averaging, like 36 assists per game, some insane number. He called it insane. They went back to a a playoff-style game last night. Miami likes to drag you down into the mud. We saw this during the NBA Finals, and they got the Nuggets to play at Miami's pace. And yet the Nuggets adjusted, adapted, and said, okay, that's the way you want to play? We'll play that way. And they won ugly, 103-97. And Malone was happy with that. I can understand why, because you're as you play these final 20-plus games before the playoffs, you'd kind of like to be given a chance to experience all the kind of games you might have to play and all the kind of situations you might face in the playoffs. I can't focus because uh, I just got this text in. That's not what popcorn muscles mean, Mike. Popcorn muscles mean you look strong, but you're really weak. All popcorn, no grown man strength. Yeah, but the muscles pop out. For popcorn, muscles tend to look the same way. Yeah, but the meaning is you got lots of muscle. It's It's like the popcorn muscle would be first off the bus guy. Right. Like, really yoked up, but doesn't play with great power or strength. Right. Like, if if you went up against David Robinson in a strength contest, you'd blow him away. Yeah, I'd crush him. But he looks better. I'll give him that. Yeah, that's all, that's all I mean. Right. I'll give him that. Can we get back to the Nuggets conversation? No, because now you're that like you're, I don't you're, look you're good. See, I you're look, you're rattled. Sid, I, I am rattled. Thank you. You 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 did something that very few people have ever managed to do, and you've made Mark question his own superiority. Thank you. Yeah. On behalf of everybody out there listening. No, thank I you. know I'm, I'm you've humbled Mark Schlereth. No, I know you I'm, have Mark Schlereth right now second guessing himself. No, that's sometimes not. you have to do an ego check. Yes, right. No. Yes, good for you. See, but the, I've I, been trying to do it. I've been trying to deliver one for eight years. You just did it. But here's see, this is two not, minutes. No, see, this is I have started to question Rogue. I am, I'm questioning: Are those glasses real? <laughs> did like are the are the glasses real? Are they those fake prescriptions? You know, like they got real popular, like where everybody had. Like the glasses, but the glass was just glass, and there was no prescription in them. Remember, everybody was wearing around uh-huh. fake glasses. Uh huh. Because so now you're questioning your eyesight. I I think that Rogue's eyesight is off. Okay. I think that that's. I love this. A, I a problem. And by the way, if you're don't don't be worried about Mrs. S because if she's hearing this, she's loving this. Hearing Mark be taken down a peg, she loves this. Yeah, I she don't, does this nonstop. But, but then, you know, Hear somebody else do it. Yeah, do it is great. Well, Sid, I mean, she's got you know, she's got. A boyfriend that's got like abs, true, you know, and that he's like a he's. Does like your boyfriend have model. popcorn muscles? He's no. A, hmm. Yeah, he does have impressive abs. <laughs> yeah, he's that dude is ripped. Um, can I get back to the Nuggets? <laughs> if you must, if you must, you're just so rattled. You know, has no you're muscles. So rattled right now, Joker. Joker, Joker has zero. He's done. What kind of? What is his body structure? See, yeah. He's, all right, Sid. If Mark, if Mark's muscle tone is, what do you call it? Underwhelming. Underwhelming. What's Ooh. Nikola Jokic's? Well, as Richie just said, we are going to describe his body type as functional. Funk. Who? Jokic's functional. 
functional. No, I don't no. like that. No. I d- Honestly, I- his body is the weirdest body I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, Jokic is like a yeah. white chocolate slide. You know, when you heat up the chocolate, it just kind of slides. Like in one of those, have you, ever, have you ever been to one of those things are great, where they have the, the fountain, the chocolate fountain? Yeah. And, you know, it's raining out over yeah. the top, and yeah. you can dip your strawberries sure. in there yeah. and stuff. Delicious. And it's great. Yeah. His body looks like that only if you're using white chocolate. <laughs> it's like that you slid it right out of the chocolate fountain. Okay. I do think that something one dude should say <laughs> to another dude. <laughs> So the weirdest body you've ever seen? Yeah, but it's really, it's cool. Like, it's dope. Honestly. Yeah, I just, I just the, the term that I would use for Jokic that I use for you, you guys are just, you're just country strong. Country strong. Just country strong. That's the nice way of saying dope weird body. No, I'm, but I'm yoked. You're, no, you're not yoked. I am. You're not, I'm you have. fucking yoked. Well, Sid says you aren't. Well, Sid doesn't know Sid, what she's. Sid says it's Sid, underwhelming. Sid is. Said one, her glasses don't work. <laughs> Two, she dates a supermodel. <laughs> that's true. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's true. Like any of us are going to fail when you go up against a supermodel. True, true, true. I don't, I have ab. Mine are not plural. <laughs> Papa Murphy's, home of Take and Bake Singular. Tuesdays and $5 Fridays. Definitely our most memorable Papa Murphy segment ever. <laughs> hey, that was good Nuggets talk. <laughs> really. Covered all the bases. Covered there. all the bases. All there. the bases. All you need to know: Nuggets win. And uh, Jer- uh, Jamal Murray's. By the way, the most important thing. Uh, seriously, uh, the ankle injury does not. I got a lot of. I had a few people text me. Oh, you know, I'm a doctor. When when Murray went down, but it, I told it, you guys. It right, sounds that. like it's not that that bad. But no. they're they're just being uh, very very Mr. careful. Mr. Tibbs is going to be fine. All right, so Cecil's coming on. What's the term? What is? I'm going to go his trigger. To delivery arc just takes too long. Okay, boom. We'll see if Cecil, like Cecil falls for that. He'll right. join us from the Combine next. Ever since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my hiding spots. Ha, found ya. How? That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Now through March 21st, get started with 200 megabit internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract and get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. It's Schlereth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. So this uh, morning at... I think it was 4.55 this morning. Yeah. I'm eating my soda-approved breakfast at the uh, counter, and I'm just kind of scrolling through uh, Twitter, through X, and I see one that's like five minutes old from Cecil Lammy. Looks like it's like taking you know a selfie from above. He's just waking up, and he's mm-hmm. looking all disheveled and stuff, and he's like, oh, exhausted, but excited to go look at some quarterbacks today. So I reached out. I said, Cece, you got to come on. Yeah. And uh, he joins us now. How you doing, my man? Are you, are you, it's been uh, a, boy, it's been a it's been a grind the last month or so. I I, I commend you for the the work uh, and the effort you put in, my man. You and Mace, dude, it has been so much fun. The caffeine is flowing. Everything's going. Quarterback just got done talking to everybody in the quarterback class. Uh, talk to my favorite running back in this draft class. Talk to a running back that the Broncos might have interest in. That could be the new Derrick Henry. It's a big day because this moment these next two months to find the legacy of Sean Payton the new Broncos quarterback is here in Indy we just don't know who it is yet 
Ooh. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Do you know, though? I thought you you wrote an article yesterday at denversports.com that we referenced on the show in which, yeah. correct? And, and I, if I'm taking you out of context, I apologize, but I thought you said, I think I know who Sean's guy is. Yeah, I do. Who, who is it? It's either move making a power move for Jaden Daniels, and you have to get to two for Jaden Daniels. I've talked to enough teams. Uh, New England would take Jaden Daniels if he's there at three. New England uh, is unlikely to take a quarterback if Jaden Daniels is not there at three because Drake May is falling, not just because Mark Schlereth hates the guy, but it's either the power move for Jaden Daniels or it's a, another move for J.J. McCarthy. It is J.J. McCarthy. I do believe this is the Broncos' next quarterback. The move isn't as much as it would be to move up to two for Jaden Daniels. So I'm thinking it's J.J. McCarthy right now as Drake May continues to fall. Yeah, you know, Drake May has been interesting as I studied I studied all the quarterbacks and and obviously you know because you study film, uh you watch the game. It's so hard. I mean, it's so hard to actually look at the college game, watch the college game and see there are very few transferable um schemes. Okay, I, right. I'm not talking about I'm not I'm talking about arm talent. I'm not talking about any of that stuff. I, I'm talking about the scheme is really hard, and you know one of the things that bothered me about Drake May probably more than just about anything else was his trigger to delivery arc. I just thought he's so loopy and it takes so much time. In my experience of covering <laughs> the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> My experience of covering, he's laughing. He's laughing. My experience of covering the NFL. No, but, okay, so he is very loopy, right? He's so, okay, yeah, you, you yeah. caught me. That's a good one, though, right? Delivery, the, the, the trigger to delivery arc, that's pretty good. Come on, go with that one, Cecil. Come on, Cecil. Well, actually, that's pretty accurate. I'm right. going to introduce it to the scouting world, yes! think, and I think it might take over. Yes! I'm, I'm t because, like, here, here's what I was telling Mike. I go back all the way, and you'll, you'll remember this, David Carr out of Fresno State, and when they yep. got him to Houston, when they got him to Houston as a first overall, one of the, the first overall pick, one of the first pictures and one of the first videos I saw, I was working at ESPN at the time, that I think it was Chris Palmer that was his, the, the OC at that time, put two ladders together and then put like a, a, like a, a bar, like almost a broomstick between the two ladders, and he's trying to change David's delivery to be more right. over the top so we could throw over this. And I was like, Lord have mercy. I just don't know many guys that get to this level. I don't like Penix's delivery at all. And I yeah. really didn't like Drake May's delivery at all. Yeah. Uh, what's funny is Sean Payton sits down. Penix is you meet with everybody, but he says the Broncos are so different. And so he was asked what made the Broncos different. And Penix said, Sean Payton showed me my bad plays. Like, they went through his bad plays, probably mostly the Michigan game, but they kind of hammered on him about those bad plays. Because you know how it is, Stink. These guys get up here at the combine. Tell us how great you are. You're the best. Wow. Mm -hmm. No, the Broncos aren't doing that. They're going through each one of these guys, including McCarthy. They're having formal interviews and one informal with Michael Pratt. But they're having formal interviews with seven quarterbacks. You kidding me? Like, they're going to find their next guy. That could be McCarthy. But with Penix, they put him through the ringer, man. They're not going to sit there and be like, Tell us what you see here. No, they were saying, why did you make this throw? Why did you make this play? I'm sure the same thing happened with Drake May as well. So it's curious to see how the Broncos approach this quarterback thing. But as Sean Payton said at his presser on Tuesday, we're going to be good at it. Good at it. And fortunately, 
There's a lot of teams that aren't good at this. Why do you think McCarthy is Peyton's guy? Because there's the allure of I can mold him. The guy barely threw. You know, the, the guy handed a ball off a lot. Two great running backs at Michigan. He's been coached tough by Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's a curmudgeon. And Sean Payton has some tyrannical nature into him as well. So he can take a chewing. He can hear the message. And the arm talent is there. You just don't see it enough. Now, arm strength is different. This is where throwing for J.J. McCarthy is going to be very important here at the scouting combine because it's arm strength. And that happens tomorrow. I will be at quarterback drills tomorrow reporting on at denversports.com. But the arm strength for McCarthy is a concern. Some of those out routes, I've heard Andy Dalton comparisons, which I know doesn't excite a lot of people. And not only do I not have a first-round grade on J.J. McCarthy, I have a second-round grade, high second. Uh, Dane Brugler from The Athletic, who I consider to be the best draft analyst in, on the planet, has a high second-round grade on McCarthy as well. So uh, the kid's arm looks a little better. That'll help his draft stock. But either way, it's a quarterback desperate league. As Stink always says, somebody's going to move up to get him. you got to get in front of Atlanta. So a 12 to 7 move, something like that, would make sense for a guy like McCarthy. If he does live up to the on field expectations at these drills, he's already done it behind the scenes of the whiteboard. He's very impressive. I was told by a team uh, that's in, in competition to get him, by the way, uh, he has a photographic memory. So that's pretty good that does you go a long way as a quarterback with a photographic memory and let me ask you let me ask you this you know a lot of people are, are concerned only through 381 passes during his college career but i'm watching guys like caleb williams where the nfl is the nfl is movement it's uh, you know, it's it's personnel packages, it's it's shifts, it's you know, it's controlling line of scrimmage. It, it is it's finding matchups. It's out scheming. Say the college football game is we out athlete you, and yeah. so we line up in static formations, three by two, three by one, four by one, whatever, and we pick our best matchup, and then we throw it to that guy without ever coming off of that. To me, it's it's Russell Wilson football. It is. Find your one guy. If that guy's not open, drop the ball, scramble around, and we play scramble drill. That's college football in its essence, where NFL football is schematic. Like, we're going to go through our progressions one to two to three. You know, we're going to flood the route, but we're going to be in a two-by-two formation and bring the third receiver into that flood from the opposite side of the field. And, you know, and, and so there's a lot more of that reading getting through a progression in the NFL. So my question about J.J. McCarthy, because of Jim Harbaugh coaching him, I would say that, hey, he only threw 381, but if he threw more NFL, um, you know, like combination routes – he may have thrown more of those at Michigan, and I'm asking you because I haven't really studied it, that that he may have thrown more of those than any of the other quarterbacks coming out right now, even if they have a 1,000 reps. He may have thrown more NFL-like combination routes than anybody else. Well, let's compare and contrast, and I'll go back to what you used to say when we talk about those athletic guys or like a Colin Kaepernick. You, you, know, you said it was see-it-throw-it guys. Uh, Sean yeah. Payton doesn't want the see-it-throw-it guy. You know what he wants? He wants Alex Smith. And my best comparison, honestly, is – uh, there's a little Jim Harbaugh, the player Jim Harbaugh, to J.J. McCarthy, Captain Comeback, and the kid's just a winner. But there's also a lot of Alex Smith to his game. Again, I know people may not be excited about that, but let me explain. It's the fact that if there's a throw that's going to move the chains, he's going to take it. He's not going to do the Drake May. I can score on every throw. I'm going to make hero ball. I can make that throw, that arm arrogance that comes from having a stronger arm and then making those bad decisions. 
McCarthy just makes those good decisions. He relies on his teammates to do their job. Then he does his job to an exact precision that you do not see. And he's making those NFL throws. He's making NFL reads. He's setting up with play action, something that uh, will help out a young quarterback in the pros, of course, is that ground game. So with McCarthy, you do get more pro decisions, although it is less passes. Number of passes, I'm at, Bo Nick's been playing for 100 years, right? Bo Nix, all these tunnel screens, all these screens. And I don't mind Bo Nix from a tool standpoint. But I want NFL throws. I want cover two beaters. I want stick throws. I want a guy that understands about the pre-snap reads. Before the ball snaps, I don't want you reacting to what you see. I want you to have already anticipated what you're going to see. Mm. So it's like you control time when you're back there slinging the rock for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, it's like I always say when you're watching these college kids, they don't eliminate the front side. I want you to be able to go, hey, the front side is not a good look leverage-wise, coverage-wise. Eliminate it, get to the backside right now. It just doesn't work that way. Cecil Lammy out at the combine in Indy. Cecil, of all the guys you've watched, if the Broncos were not taking a quarterback at number 12, give me the player you would love to see the Broncos take at 12 that realistically would be there. It's Brock Bowers, the tight end from Georgia. Would he be That's there? It. Uh, would he be there? If I'm going to say love, he could be there. Here's the thing. You don't get the discount taking a tight end in the top ten. You just don't. That you Because of the rookie contract scale, you don't get that discount that you do for you know free agent tight ends or anything like that. So you're not really saving money like you do with a quarterback rookie contract. That's a lot of money saved if the guy's a baller. Brock Bowers is the third best player in this draft. There is no doubt. There is no question. The combination of Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey, and George Kittle's love child, this kid can make plays. I do know for a fact the Broncos are looking for a playmaking tight end. That's Jared Wiley to me, third-round TCU. Jared Wiley, remember the name. But if they don't go QB, they can't get McCarthy. Jaden Daniels is gone at two because Adam Peters loves him, by the way, with Washington Commanders. I see Brock Bowers as a great choice for the Broncos and then – for the love of God, I hope they get Sam Howell or something. I don't know. I don't know how they solve quarterback without one of these rookies. Hey, real real quick, we got to let you go, but you said he's the third best player in the draft. Who are the first two best players? The first two best players, it's Jaden Daniels. I know people, it's Caleb Williams. And then it's Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay. All right. Again, what's the term that you're going to be, Mark, that you want Cecil to uh, spread throughout the, the combine in Indy? What's it called again? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my term, my term. Hold on, hold on. It is a uh, trigger to delivery arc. The trigger to delivery arc. There you go, Cecil. T-D-A-C, right? Yeah. Trigger to delivery. Yeah, T-D-A. T-D-A. Trigger to delivery arc. I love it. T-D-A. T-D-A. Go spread the word. Spread the gospel. Gospel. Boo ratings and TDAs. Love it. <laughs> See ya. Thank you, Cecil. Appreciate you, boys. Cecil Lammy joining us on the uh, Johnson Auto Plaza. Seizes on to the game. He knows he, the game. You, yeah. There's always a game going on. There's always a game going on, and if you don't know what it is, you're probably you doing, the game. You were doing a good job, but then oh. he, once he chuckled, he started, he started, you, you cracked. Yeah, I know. You cracked. Yeah. Up next, what's trending? A beloved movie franchise is being rebooted. We'll tell you what it is and who's starring next. Here's Schlereth and Evans with What's Trending right now. Good night last night for the uh, locals as the Avalanche and Nuggets both post victories. The Avs get the 5-0 win in Chicago. Eustace Annanen, the young goaltender and playing in only his ninth NHL game, got his first NHL career shout, uh, shutout. That's cool. And Jared Bednar watching Nathan McKinnon hit 
the 100-point plateau for the second time, second year in a row. It just shows how good he is this year. You know, he hit 100 at this point. Last year he had 111 or something. I mean, he's already at 100. Uh, it's impressive because for years we're like, man, Nate's an incredible player and top-point producer and really consistent at what he does. And somehow he's finding a way to produce even more now. So um, same amount of minutes he's been playing, uh, playing all situations and then yet the numbers keep getting better and better. So uh, incredible feat to be able to contribute on a daily basis and to be able to hit 100 at this point in the season is impressive. We watch Nathan McKinnon, we watch Nikola Jokic, and, and we've gotten so used to a standard of, of excellence with these two that you, you start to think, well, it's it's not possible to go to another level. But right, they do. Yeah, those two are on parallel tracks, right? They're, yeah. they're both so good at what they do, and yet they still seem to be, they, they haven't reached their pinnacle yet. They haven't got to the downside slope of that where they're still really good, but you can see the skills diminish. They're still on the ascending phase yeah. of their career, which is incredible. I, I, something that just hit me when we were listening to that sound. So the Ananins are all Finland people, right? Mm-hmm. Finnish. Finnish would be the correct mm-hmm. term in that. Mm-hmm. What's, his, what's his first name? It's uh, Eustace. Eustace? feels like an old school Finnish name. You know how some names are just old, like from the yes. old, like yes. old time names, like uh, will that, be an old time. Yes, that that sounds like that would be like his great 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 grandfather. Yeah, Eustace is a was name a that was like yes, Eustace was a name in the old country. Yes, but now we've got guys like Nathan, you know, or well, what would be some of the other. Finnish names. Oh, wait, but they're all cool. They're Eustace, they're Miko, they're Arturi. Yeah, but Eustace sounds like, you know, Eustace would be an old school, like if there was an American, like Augusta. (laughs) Augustus. 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 Yes, yes. yes. Right, it would be like some old, but you don't hear very often because now everybody's so busy naming oh, kids Todd and, and, you know. Todd with one D. Yeah. Yeah, if, if, oh man, if, if I was in school and a new and Augustus kid came moved in? in, I'd instantly want to be friends with him. Augustus. That's you know Augustus can fight, too. Yes. Because he's been made fun of so many times for being called Augustus. Augustus Galoop. The next thing you know. Yeah. Meanwhile, the uh, Nuggets get it done with a win, 103-97, over the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, J- Jamal Murray left with the ankle injury. I've deemed him. He's going to be fine. A lot of people were like, uh-oh, but Michael Malone, say that. Uh, let's not. Don't worry. One of the toughest guys I've ever been around. Mentally, physically, he can play through things that a lot of guys wouldn't even consider playing through. And so when Jamal realizes, hey, man, you know, we got 23 games to go. This is not feeling great right now. Um, I think it's, you know, it's great for him to realize being cautious right now is probably the the really prudent decision. Yeah, sounds like me. Playing through things that most guys wouldn't even think about playing through. Most humans. Rogue, what do you think of his body? Is it underwhelming? Jamal? Yeah. Underwhelming. Underwhelming too? I'm not going to say anything positive about another dude. 
over the oh, airways. Oh, that's what oh. this is. Oh, so you or want, in general? Oh, so you want to oh. say that Mark's muscles are actually? She wants to sound pop. Very impressive, but you just don't want to. I get it. Insult no. your boyfriend, so no. that's why you called him unremarkable. No. It's that I'm just not, I don't even have that lens on my glasses to be looking at Mark that way. You know? Or or any any dude for that matter. Uh, Mark will she's give you being, permission to look at him that way. No, no, no. Like. She's, being, she's being respectful of her relationship and the way she's, Sid, the kid, is been brought up properly. She's a nice young lady. So, uh, Jamal Murray, if this was a playoff game, would have been not only... Playing in the next game, he would have been playing in the second half. Oh, without question. Okay. Yeah, that was not, that was not, that was a tweak of the ankle. And because Mr. Tibbs has also got the Tibbs going on, and you throw the ankle on top, they said, hey, man, let's shut her on down. Let's pack your shins in ice. Throw a little ice on your ankle. Maybe put a Uda wrap, a Buddha wrap, Uda, no, Uda, Uda boot, Uda boot on it. Yeah, I had the Uda boot for a twisted ankle. You don't even know what a Uda boot I is. Don't. Here's the thing about the Nuggets. They have care. they have 22 games left. And this is the situation I find themselves in. I'm going to be holding my breath for the next 22 games. Because there's no question that I need answered about this team over the oh, final 22 games. Um, the, the starting five is the starting five. Um, I'm I'm accepting and I'm I'm ready to roll with this young bench in the playoffs. See what they can do. There is not one question that I need answered over these final 22 games. The only thing I I can I can worry about is is somebody being hurt. These I, 22 games, I'm just going to be holding right. my breath. I can, did I did think last night though, as I was watching the game, I did think this. I was like, man, it would be nice to get that number one seed though. Eh. I know we don't need it, Mike. I'm not saying that we need it. Oh, it'd be nice, but it's 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 yeah, not good. Why? Why do you want the number one seed? Just the atmosphere. Oh, it's oh, the atmosphere in, in the Pepsi. No, it's not the Pepsi Center. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. It's the uh, the sack. The sack. The atmosphere in the sack is very. It's it's teeming with activity. The sack is teeming with activity. So since all the great ideas in Hollywood have already been exhausted, it's all about reboots, right? Yeah. Sequels, reboots. So they are rebooting an iconic movie series, The Naked Gun. Really? It's going to be rebooted. Lieutenant Frank Drebin. Lieutenant Frank Drebin. Is going to be rebooted. I'm going to give you a chance. I'll give you three guesses. I don't think you're going to get it. Who do you think is going to reprise the role of Lieutenant Bumbling Lieutenant Frank, Frank Drebin? Steve Martin. Great guess. Awesome guess. It's exactly probably the... But no. No. You have to think of the exact opposite of what this actor is known for. George the, Clooney. Not bad, but... No. Go a little bit little bit more. I, the end... For what this guy... How this guy acts and the roles he plays... Mm-hmm. That the idea that playing Lieutenant Frank Drebin would be mm. the exact antithesis of it. Like you couldn't be more opposite. Oh, 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 oh. I can't, I, I see his face. I can't think of his name. Um, the guy from The Fugitive, Tommy Lee Jones. Not bad, but not bad, but nope. Like just, uh, he, he just, all he did was play a badass 
He's played badasses multiple times, and he's played in some of the most iconic, serious roles. Like, maybe the most serious role I've ever seen on a big screen. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Lay it on me. Liam Neeson. Liam, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Oh. The dude was in Schindler's List, for God's sakes. Yeah. And he's going to be playing. He was he was the Taken dude. I got a particular set of skills. Yeah. The guy's a, a, a certified Liam big screen Bert, badass. He's playing Lieutenant Frank Trevin. That's going to be awesome. Talk about acting chops and expanding your, did you see, your acting game. I did, can't did wait you, to see it. Did, I think he's going to be awesome. Did you see, uh, what was it, Ted? Was it Ted, the, uh, the bear, the teddy bear? Uh, I love Ted. The, the movies? Yeah. With Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. Well, Liam Neeson had the little cameo role, and maybe it was Ted, too, where he's buying the Lucky Charms, and he's, like, in yeah. character. Yeah, that. yeah. He's like, there's not going to be any trouble <laughs> if I buy these charms, right? <laughs> right. Are so tricks gonna, truly for kids? He's going to be Lieutenant Frank. So there's not going to be any trouble he's gonna if be I buy these tricks. He's going to be Lieutenant Frank. I can't, I can't. I am so pumped because it would have been so easy to take somebody like a Steve Martin, for example. Yeah. And have him, it, it'd be a, it wouldn't be a stretch at all. But Liam Neeson is going to be Frank Drebin? I can't wait. I, I was, can't wait. When I was young, because you know, they did the TV series off of that, too. The the TV, you know, remember the TV yeah. series, too? Yeah. I love the, just that stupid, I mean, just the stupid comedy stuff. <laughs> Nice beaver. Ah, uh, that'll do it for what's trending. Bring that to you. Stuff yesterday. <laughs> Bring that to you uh, twice a morning, seven thirty and nine thirty. We'll wrap up. Is it just me? Friday next. You're listening to Schlereth and Adams on Denver Sports Station, one hundred four three. The fan. Surely you can't be serious. Was yeah. You're trying to get text you. You're trying to get me on an oh really? That was the that was that the, was that, that was, was the airplane movie. Yeah, that was airplane. I love the idea of a naked gun reboot. I really do. But I just wonder in today's times if you're going to be able to have that same kind of um, feel to. Uh, yeah, I, I hope so. I've got a couple of people that sent me things that jogged my memory and made me laugh, but at the same time, I'm like, well, can you say that now? Because that word is like you have to change it. Like the the line, I'm gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you the line. I'm gonna give you. I don't even know what's politically correct anymore because there's like people get their feelings hurt. But I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. Like a little person at the urinal is gonna have to be on my toes. You know that was one of the lines, right? But they used a different exact term. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. And so, can you say that anymore? Is that it? I think that's okay. The little person is that's yes. What we use now? Yes. There's so many. Just there's so many rules. When in doubt. Say Le- nothing? Leave it out. When in doubt, don't say anything. Correct. Okay. Correct. No, I think you can still do it, right? Aren't they doing that with the Ted series? I haven't seen the new Ted TV series, but I assume that's just as inappropriate as uh, the movies were. Gosh, so. I hope so. I hope it's just as inappropriate as... I hope so, too. I hope that... I hope that we can still take a joke when it's implied that it's a joke. I, I hope... 
I hope that we still have that ability. I do too. So we shall see. I'm just too serious. We uh, shall see. There was one other story, by the way, I wanted to uh, get to in in trending that I didn't get to. Uh, there is a movement to get rid of NFL chain gangs. Get rid of the chain gangs. Right, and just do it like electronic. Electronic, which, come on. For a league that makes, what is it now, up to $20 billion a year? It's the NFL. Mm-hmm. We, we live in uh, amazing times when it comes to technology. The fact that we still measure fourth and inches by having a couple of old guys trot out onto the field and stretch out the chains to figure out whether or not it's a first down or not, doesn't that seem a little stupid? No. No? No. Because it's the it's the anticipation. It's the As it's they part of the, the chains. Yeah, it's the part and then of they the, stand up and they go like this. Yeah, and hold their you know hands. Isn't it? Isn't it part of the allure? Isn't it part of the? It's part of the soap opera. I'm and I'm being serious. It's it's part of the. You like it? It's a link to the to the past that you yeah. you want to see that you think is still cool. Yeah. You think it's still cool. You think the chain gang is still cool. Sure. Hmm. Especially when one of those old dudes gets taken out. That's always funny. <laughs> right. They're holding the... Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get hurt permanently or anything. Right. Not an animal, but, right. you know. Just have them... When they just... Sent they forward. can't get out of the way. Just totally depleted. Right. It's like... You know. They can't get out of the way. And then they just take one. Chain game. Or when the... One of the, one of the little... The, not the chain itself, but the little... The little... What is that? What do you call that thing? The, the, the they hold it up. Yeah, you know, the, it's, the pole. It's, it's like the the little, da- yeah, oh, it's it's the down marker. The yeah, down, the down marker. marker. Yeah, yeah. The when that marker. thing, when somebody rolls through the down marker and it just mm-hmm. gets bent in half. Yep. Then they got to get the spare down marker out. I love that. Or they see it coming. The the nimble ones. They see they it drop. coming and they just let it fly and get out of the way. Right. But that part is, I think, that thing that is cool. I think part of that is cool. By the way, my advice to any young dads out there whose kids are playing, are going to be playing or are playing youth football, always, 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 always volunteer for the volunteer chain gang. Volunteer for the chain gang. It's good, always. That's good advice. Because, you know, in a time where increasingly they're telling the parents to get the heck away from the field because we don't want you there, mm-hmm. uh, you get a chance to be right on the action. You get to be right by the coaching staff. Did you ever catch yourself you get to hear screaming the, at like your son or whatever? Uh, no. There was times I wanted to, but uh, no, I, I understood that I need to shut up and just take advantage of the vantage point and do my job. But I, you do get to hear some really, even youth football, you get to hear some juicy stuff on the sidelines. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. So that's my advice to all the young parents out there. Get out there and, and volunteer for the chains. Always. Always, 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 always. Gives you great access to the game. You're right there. You're yeah, right on top of the action, are. too. Yeah. I agree. So. Been there. I've been on the chains before. Mm-hmm. Except when the kids came rolling over there. I'm going to give him a forearm shiver if he's with the other team. Knock his little ass out. <laughs> Jeez. You're amazing. Right? You're unbelievable. No, why uh, wouldn't you? But if, in case you missed it, Chris Bryant got loose. Oh, my gosh. This guy. Seriously, this guy. This guy. So, Chris Bryant... The $180 million paid Chris Bryant, and it's baseball, so every last dime is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael, uh, Chris Bryant took to an interview with The Athletic and talked about 
his experience with the Rockies. And boy, does it sound like there's a lot of regret. Because he signed with the Rockies coming out of a lockout. So free agents were scrambling to uh, pick teams. And he said if he had a chance to do it over again, he might have chosen differently. He said, quote, it's like, oh, shoot, I need to get there, get to a camp. There were other teams interested, but I didn't want to wait around. It was a completely different situation for a lot of free agents at the time. I guess I didn't do as much research into the prospects as I could. Oh, but it gets better, folks. Well, well, first off, let me just address that. That's a bit of revisionist history. Because as I remember it, the Rockies were the ones willing to give him a boatload of money and nobody else was. It's revisionist history. (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't going to get he, that, wasn't gonna from get that contract from any. He wasn't going to get close to that contract from anybody else in the Iraqis. He was like, we got to have somebody that's got a name. Right, right. Okay, so that part was revisionist. Keep going. Stop the cap. So he then goes on to say about expectations playing for the Rockies. Now this, even though it's wildly hypocritical coming from this guy, he is telling the truth, and I'm glad it's out there. So he said, quote, as a player, playing for the Rockies, it's an easier spot to be in because you don't really have that outside pressure like the Dodgers are going to have. They invest a lot of money in good players, so they have to go out there and win. For us, we can be someone that nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, winning is not the priority here. People are still going to show up to the ballpark. It's not one of those teams where Tampa, although Tampa wins, but the A's, where nobody shows up. So, you know, you're playing you're playing in front of 40,000 every night. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it just is like there's no pressure to win here. There's no pressure to be good. Come on, there's got to be some shrewd marketing type over there at Coors Field listening right now. Come on, put it up there. Colorado Colorado Rockies baseball. Nobody talks about us. Yeah. They're, so, they're just pitching free agents. Listen, are you tired of the pressure? Right, right. Yeah, go ahead. Are, listen, you, yeah. Listen, are you tired of the pressure? Yeah. Are you tired of the fan base that rides you on social media? Are you are tired you- of having... 15 reporters right. waiting at your locker every time you go 0 for 4. Yeah. Does just the just just the feel of going to the ballpark and having it matter, is that weighing you down? Come to Colorado. None of that exists here. None of it. You'll play in front of a huge, huge crowd, beautiful stadium. We paint every night. It's gorgeous. The weather, the lack of pressure. You should see the buffet. <laughs> but if I go in four, will people be mad at me? No. No, 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 no. No, no. no the pitchers on the other teams are good. People understand that here. <laughs> You're playing the Dodgers. You're not expected to get a hit. What if I get hurt and have to go on a long rehab assignment? The food down at uh, <laughs> Albuquerque Albuquerque is great. Unbelievable barbecue. And so, we'll keep you down there at least two weeks longer than anybody else will. What? You'll be fine. Uh, this is sad. So, yeah, it's, it's, while I appreciate the honesty because 
he he does kind of peel back the curtain as to the fact that the Colorado Rockies. I'm I'm secure in saying this now. But the Colorado Rockies are the easiest, less least stressful, least pressurized place to play Major League Baseball in all of the MLB, and it is easily probably one of the top three or four easiest places to play in all of pro sports in terms of no pressure, no accountability, no demands, nothing. This is your project for the weekend. Yeah. Because I'm going to dig into some McCarthy stuff. Yeah. And then we're going to get into the... uh, What's the cat's name? Uh, Michael Pratt. Yeah, Pratt. And Spencer Rattler, too. I want to look at him, too. I want you to put a list together Mm -hmm. this weekend of the easiest places in professional sports to play. I can do that. All right. I like it. I like it. Because the Rockies have got to be, they're in the top five without question, without even thinking about it. Easily. I, I think top three. Might be number one. Might be when you put it all together. All right, I'll do that. I'll yeah. do that. And and so while I I thank Chris Bryant for saying that and being honest, dude, you're not the one to do it. <laughs> for you to say what you said, despite the fact you've played in 122 out of 324 possible games over the last two years and have hit what did we figure it out. 15 home runs. 15 home runs and 45 RBI RBI while being paid. You ready for this? While being paid $46 million. That's production. That's, wow. Terrible. 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 We're done. Uh, Josh and Stoke, have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you again on Monday. They're coming up next.